What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win, or you die. There is no middle ground. Welcome back to another episode of the Pod of Thrones. This is uh, episode, well, let's see, yeah, for season number five, episode number three. And, number three. And the name is... Um, the High Sparrow. The High Sparrow, which that's hilarious. That whole little conversation about the High Sparrow, the King Turtle, and all that shit. I'm your host, Dino Red, and your other host over there is Latone Hart. A.K.A. Big Stretch Mark, A.K.A. Captain Freak Daddy, A.K.A. <laughs> he will Mark hit Vic Clark. He will hit any A.K.A. he runs across. <laughs> A.K.A. I used to date him. <laughs> the A.K.A.s screw the pearls. <laughs> the A.K.A.s they, they the fine ones. Yeah, they all fine. All women are fine, man. If you look at them long enough, I would. I would, I would think the Zetas are more your type. Uh, I actually like a Sigma Gamma Ho. <laughs> yippee, 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 yippee. I like a Sigma Gamma Ho. They like doggy style. Like the poodle on this shirt. That's what they like. <laughs> right? <laughs> cool. All right. So what did you think about this episode? Well, I was a little disappointed. It was called the High Sparrow, and I thought there was going to be weed everywhere. <laughs> medicinal, but it wasn't. Nobody was high. I thought everybody was about to be getting high as a sparrow. Right. And I was like, oh, man, what, what's going on? But it was a good episode. It was a good episode. I mean, I, you only get 10 episodes a season, so mm-hmm. each one, it's like having a, a pizza. Each slice is really delicious. And right. It fills you up with a lot of... A lot of different ingredients. So I enjoyed this episode. We got a little more in depth with Arya. Mm-hmm. Finally got to see the cuddliest man in Westeros, Ramsey, you know, who's one of the nicest gentlemen in the whole Seven Kingdoms. So I was happy, man. I was happy to go to Winterfell again. <laughs> yeah, okay. Ramsey, the cuddliest. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Cuddly like a shark. Ramsey, I'm both the friend. Hi. Hi, father. <laughs> Sick fuck. <laughs> Everybody picks on Ramsey. He's misunderstood. Yeah, misunderstood. right. Sure he is. Mm-hmm. So I, I like the way this episode started because it, I was like, wow, is this Harry Potter? Are we at the Deathly Hollows Day Spa? And Arya sweeping the floor with a Nimbus 2000? I Are thought play Quidditch I thought, soon? I thought Arya was in Mr. Miyagi's uh, Dojo of the Assassin. Because, like, I, they had her, I like... She was, I thought she was going to be in Dumbledore, the way it was looking in there. I was like, oh, wow, this is this Harry Potter? 
No, I'm talking about the. Uh, I'm talking about a man's style of teaching. Fucking wax on, wax off. <laughs> a girl is tired of sweeping the floor. <laughs> a girl could scrub the toilets. I'm like, all right, you have never seen any type of martial arts. Don't you know any type any type of discipline or training? Any kind of combat, any kind of skill, warrior fighting, it all begins with sweeping the floor. It ain't. It don't matter if you're in Westeros or in Reseda or New Jersey. It it doesn't matter. Yep, you're right. If you if you join a monastery, you join the Shaolin monks. You got to pay your dues. I mean, yeah. you know, you start off at the bottom, sweeping the floor and cleaning toilets. That's, They're really trying to break you to see if you really want to be right. There. Right. How bad do you want to be there? Mm-hmm. Yep. See if you can handle being the train captain. Exactly. And <laughs> one thing I noticed about this, and this is at the very start, and it, it kind of connects with one of my theories. Jacqueline Hagar, or whatever his name, says to Arya, there is only one God. We, we worship the many-faced God, but you know there is only one God, and you know what his gift is. And I've always felt like Serio, her teacher, was a faceless man because he said, there's only one God, the God of death. And what do we tell him, Arya? Not today. So I'm thinking I'm still I'm this is my theory. I think that man is alive. Serio Pharrell, her 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 dancing teacher, her water dance, he's right. still alive and he's one of the faceless men. You think everybody you think he's still alive, you think the hound is still alive. Hound is alive. I don't think the hound is alive. <laughs> Alive. You are just in denial. <laughs> when Hound comes back, he leaves every fucking chicken is, there. Is Prince Oberyn alive? still alive too? No, Oberyn's dead. Joffrey, what about Joffrey? He's still alive. No, Joffrey's dead. I like Joffrey, man. Joffrey had the best wedding reception of all time. If I ever get married, I'm going. I want to be like Joffrey at my wedding. <laughs> well, I speaking of be. uh, people being alive, I found. Uh, wow, I, my nephew told me a really cool spoiler. Um, we don't want to hear it, do we? I, well, you already know it because you read the books, right? So, All right, so what's the spoiler? So you know what's it. the really cool spoiler? Well, the reason why I told him it was okay for him to tell me is because he found out that they're not going to implement it in the move, in the in the show at all. They're just going to okay. skip it. Okay. So I figured that's not much of a spoiler since it's not, you know, it's only in the books and it's not going to be in the show. How can it spoil if it's never going to happen, right? Yeah, okay. Okay, so nevertheless, you guys listening, if you don't want to hear this, then you might want to fast forward a, a couple of seconds. But he was telling me that they brought Caitlyn Stark back from the dead. Yep. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's pretty cold. Cause, uh, and the funny thing is, I thought that they were headed that way when, was it, I think it was last season, where that uh, that one season, guy? It was season three. Yeah, the head of okay, two seasons ago, where the, the Brotherhood without banners, is right? Going. Right. When that guy he kept coming back to life so many times, I figured okay, this is going to be important later on, but I guess I guess not. And you know what's funny? Even though you haven't read the books, you're exactly on track. He basically finds Catelyn Stark with her throat cut in the water. And he gives her his his power, incarnation power. Wow! And he dies, he dies, and she comes back and becomes the new leader of the Brotherhood with banners. Now, because the show is going in a different direction, mm-hmm. and it's a little interesting that they are. I'm not so sure they're not bringing her back because of a couple characters that she kills Uh-oh. that are still alive on the show. Oh, and I won't go into spoiler territory with that. Right? But she comes back as Lady Stoneheart, and she's. 
just ruthless because of what happened to her at the Red Wedding. Right. And she kills a lot of popular characters that are still on this show. Wow. So I don't know how they're going to deal with that. I keep thinking maybe they're just going to have them disappear mysteriously, and maybe they do pop her in there. That would be because they're not following the books. Yeah, that would be super dope if they brought something like that to the show, and that would really, ooh, that would actually make it a lot darker too. Not that it's not kind of already dark, but that would make it even more darker. Man, and I, and I really thought they were going there because they have. Uh, what's his name? Dondrick Dondorian, who's the guy that can reincarnate himself. They have him on the show. They show the ability. They show, you know, Mira Sathor doing it, re- bringing him back to life. So I, what was the point of showing that if you're not going to do Lady Stoneheart, which is her name? Right. No point. Spoiler over. All Let's right. Move yep. On. Spoiler over. Back to the show. So next thing we show up and it's Cersei and her little coach and she's at the Sept of Baylor <laughs> and everybody's screaming for Marjorie, 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 because the common people love Marjorie. Yeah, they calling her a queen already and she hadn't yeah, they love her. She's not even and, the queen yet, technically. And I'm thinking, another wedding in Westeros? Every wedding has been tragic. Yeah, so far. I'm like so I'm thinking, oh uh oh. Hopefully Tommen just skips the reception. You know, he has a <laughs> wedding and a wedding. Hopefully he's the reception isn't isn't the place to be. Just skip the reception. Plus, everybody that marries Marguerite ends up, up dead. dead. Yeah, ends up dead. Yeah. So I was I was a little worried for Tom, and I didn't think he was going to make. They usually it, don't even. They usually don't even get to hit it. Yeah, but look, Tommen's my man because he hit it four times. Yeah, yeah, and he put he it down. Asked, you know, and I wanted to tell Tom, and if you got to ask her, did I hurt you? You didn't hurt her. You'll know. She makes a sound when you hurt her. <laughs> <laughs> when you've heard her, you know you ain't gotta ask. Like, yeah, you got that. Mm-hmm, she can't handle all this pipe. Yeah, I like that part where Thomas said, "I ain't a player. I just crush a lot." Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I know why he said that though. I know why he asked, "Did I hurt you?" Because when he thinks when I fuck my cat, he doesn't shit right. Uh... He's like, you know, oh, you know, you remember that cat jumped up on his bed. Oh, he's been knocking pussy out for a long time. Oh. I bet you that cat was like, finally, some relief. Just he should just cat. He don't got to marry the pussy. He keeps his kitty cat with him at all times. <laughs> Thomas should have just kept Podrick around for some pointers. And I want to shout out to Marguerite. She finally gets to bang a husband, so the third time's the charm, ladies. Third time's the charm. You get divorced the first time, and he dies the second time. Keep trying. The third time, you finally get some. Yeah. Yeah. She actually, yeah, this is, this is like the best situation for her. And didn't she seem unimpressed? Marguerite seems like she's, she's had, had the Westeros football team run a train on her a few times. She just didn't seem impressed. I don't know. She just seems like... How impressed could she be with a 13-year-old virgin? Like hey, When I was 13, I was bringing it. Yeah, okay. Padraig Jr. 25 seconds. Padraig Jr. over here. I was bringing it. <laughs> that's another thing. I was thinking Padraig ought to uh, break Brienne off. Maybe she quit being so bitchy to him. Nah. That's what's wrong with her. She needs some dick in her life. And you know Padraig, Padraig is swinging that Mandingo. Because remember, Padraig put it down. He laid a pipe so good that the, that the hoes pay him. Yeah, she you remember that, right? Tri- she can't handle the tripod. She can't handle the tripod. I think she could. I think that's nah, her problem. I don't think so. I don't think that's she, a big she'd bitch. Probably be, 
she's already all messed up in the head. That's she a big bitch. She can handle it. She's a, that's a big bitch. She can handle it. I don't even think about it. <laughs> there are two queens and there's a king who's a pawn. And it was interesting watching both queens try to manipulate Tommen. Like Marjorie was like, well, your mom's always going to consider you a little boy, so send yeah. the bitch away. Right, right. And then Marjorie's, and then his mother's like, "Well, I want to stay here with you." And do you think she's smart? She's right, that's smart. Right, right. She is pretty, but uh, big deal. You know, the first few days of marriage, everything is great. So it's funny watching both queens try to manipulate the king. Exactly. But it's also cool seeing Cersei realize that what she's always done to men is happening to her son, using the power of the P. Right. That pillow talk to control men is she's always had it. Remember, she said she didn't like Varys because she doesn't know how to manipulate men with no penis. Right. But now she's she's getting a little taste of her own medicine. Mm hmm. Yeah. Then all of a sudden the show becomes the real housewives of King's Landing. I mean, <laughs> I could live a year in the Dornish desert. With all the shade Marjorie threw on Cersei. Yeah, she did, boy. I mean, she was throwing some shade. Woo, what's shady? It was throwing some shade. Like, what should I call you? The the queen grandmother, bitch? What, you know? I mean. Why don't you leave? Woo. I mean, wow. It was, it was so shady. People needed to put jackets on. Yeah, it was It was a lot of shade in there. It was chilly in Westeros and uh, King's Landing. And I think Marjorie, Marjorie enjoyed that a lot. Yes, yeah, she did. Like, now I got leverage. She, you've been mean to me all this time. Now what you going to say? I'm the queen. Right. You, know, you ain't going to act crazy or threaten me now because I had these guards kill you. Exactly. And for the first time in a long time, Cersei was kind of on her heels. Mm-hmm. And I can tell she didn't like it. No, And then she finally, the reason I liked this episode was because we get to go back to Winterfell, my favorite place. And, and Winterfell is looking charming this time of year. They got fling. They got food. They got Ramsey, <laughs> Roos, and Reek. Why is it? Does it look like Pepperidge Farms? It looks like Pepperidge Farms. Like Winterfell, <laughs> it looks shitty. Well, it was burned down. Is not, that why? Not too long ago. Winterfell looking really nice, though. It always kind of looked like a barn. I don't know. I thought it looked pretty nice at one time. Even in the first season, it still kind of felt like a barn. Like of all the castles, it's. I can't wait to see High Garden, but Winterfell kind of looks crappy. Yeah, it and wasn't. Course, it wasn't as luxurious as you know, yeah, King's yeah. Landing and stuff like that. Or the but. Eyrie or nothing. It just doesn't. It doesn't feel royal. No, not really. It's just kind of big. Yeah. And then I like. I've, I've always enjoyed Ramsey, and not because of his antics, but the, I like the way Ram, Ramsey eats food like I eat food, like <laughs> like a savage. You know, you give him a plate, he just rips into it. And I, I relate to that, man, because when you give me a plate of food, I don't want to hear what you're talking about. I just want to burn through it. And Ramsey was, <laughs> was enjoying himself some roast duck or whatever he was. Now put that food down and listen to me, boy. Yeah, now I'm not trying. <laughs> let me finish this goddamn duck. I ain't trying to talk to you right now. Watch Shut up, bastard. Ramsey doesn't. You know what? Ramsey even does what I do. He he uses both hands. He doesn't. You know how some people are right-handed and they'll cut with their right knife? And right. Switch. Ramsey doesn't switch hands. He cuts with his right. He eats with his left. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i like man that's why i appreciate ramsey and resolving a tax dispute with ramsey is more pleasant than dealing with the irs trust me you don't want to be on it trust me yeah well it's straight to the point that's for sure yeah i played him i played his mom i played his dad and the next person paid their taxes i mean the irs will just freeze your assets take your car freeze your salary freeze your mom's assets 
You know, make it so your bus pass doesn't work anymore. Your tokens don't work anymore. The IRS is rough. Basi- is basically, nice. basically, the IRS will use a little bit of lube. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Ramsey just dry fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. The IRS may just may just pick a hole. I don't even know. If I, let, me, let me just go in your ear. I don't care. Doesn't matter where I go. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. All of a sudden, we're on the scene with Bishop Don Littlefinger spitting that game to Sansa. Oh, yeah. Look, look, you're stock. You're going to be in Winterfell. No, I won't. I'll starve myself. I, you can't make me go. Bitch, shut up. It's time for you to get some vengeance. The but he killed my father. So what? Or my family. He killed my family. Get in there and make him fall in love with you. He'll kill everybody for you. You can't make me. I won't go. <laughs> Which leads to like one of my favorite quotes. Littlefinger kind of told her straight up. There's no justice in this world. It's not about fairy tales and happy endings. You got to make your justice. Is that your quote yeah. of the week? That, there is no justice in this world is very well my quote of the week because it's, it's very true. Like, Santa's always been a little concerned with fantasy and her expectations from all these fairy tales. And Littlefinger just gave it to her straight. You got to manipulate people. You got to get in a position to take advantage of people because there's no right or wrong. Right. Yeah, that is true. And I love that part. Yeah. The Knights of the Vale seem very boring. Like, none of them talk or anything. The whole Vale, the whole Eerie, the whole Eerie seems boring. Everything about it, from the the former lord of lordess or whatever, the lady, or whatever. Just they every, uh, they seem very uptight or snobby. Robin, everything. A, the whole a little aloof. Yeah. And then Moat Caitlin. Every time I see Moat Caitlin, I want to throw the glaive at the beast and ride out with the Cyclops. I feel like I'm watching an episode of Crawl. Wait, who's Moat Caitlin? Every time I see Moat Caitlin, I think of the movie Crawl. Remember Crawl? Right, but I mean, who is Moat Caitlin? Moat Caitlin is a castle that leads into the north, and that's where they Sansa and Littlefinger were. They were headed toward uh, Moat Caitlin. Okay. And then Brienne and Podrick were standing on a ledge looking at Moat Caitlin. Right. And and they were like, "Well, should we follow him?" And Brienne was like, "No, I know where they're going because everybody knows if you want to get into the north, you got to go through Moat Caitlin. Right. Right. Fortress. Yeah. So she knew where they were going. Yeah. But Moat Caitlin reminds me of the movie Crawl, which is one of my favorite movies from the eighties. You remember Crawl? You don't remember, man. You weren't you weren't allowed to go to movies then. Uh, I'm older than you, dude. That doesn't mean you see. That doesn't mean you're more privileged than me. That doesn't mean you know how to sneak in the movies better than me. That doesn't mean anything. I never saw the movie, but you made it sound like I was too young or something. I'm like, nigga, I'm older than you. You probably were. You probably were. And of course, we get the Brienne the Beauty story, which we find out why she liked Renly so much. Right. And she was seemed all happy. All the boys wanted to dance with me. No, they didn't. And Padraig was like, but he was he was a fag, right? He was gay, right? <laughs> he was like, yes. He liked dick and balls. I understand. Nigga, you thought gay. I had some. <laughs> she got all mad. I'm not stupid, Pod. <laughs> I know he didn't want to marry me. <laughs> he just and did I it to be nice. Bad for Brienne. I feel bad for her because it just breaks down that all women want to be special. All women want to be pretty. But I'm thinking like this, Brienne. 
All you got to do is go out to the West Coast. I mean, you're a white woman. Some brother will put you up on a pedestal. You'll be fine. <laughs> go to Oregon. Well, you know, you know, my favorite part of this whole scene is that she finally decided to get her her finger out her ass and start uh, making use of the time that she has with Padraig and start training him. Like she well, could have been doing a long time ago. Oh, look at all the time she's wasted. Well, the Dino Red solution is that they just go find a cave and, and hump it out. Well, she needs to do that too because she's that's she's you know she needs yeah, some dick in her life. That, that, that'll Jamie, stop her. Man. That'll stop her that's, from snapping at him all the time. Yeah, but that's Jamie's Jamie's wild bush right there. Nah, Jamie couldn't touch that. Like you said, he's faithful to Cersei. <laughs> yeah, Jamie, she probably, you know? Jamie probably never gonna have none again since uh, since Cersei done cut him off. He probably just done. But hold on. Jamie is going to Dorn with Bronn. Bronn is all about whores. So? And from what I understand, Dorn is the most sexually free place of all. Yeah. Jamie might have to take a little dip. We'll see. We'll see. And Castle Black was the place this week. And I always like it when Bert and Ernie or Westeros come anywhere. Like when Stannis and Davos, I call them Bert and Ernie, whenever they walk into a room, like they're always together. They're always in the same room. They live together. They go see Commander Jon Snow in his chambers. And it was a nice conversation. I could tell that Stannis really respects Jon Snow. Yeah, yeah. Even though John keeps kind of defying him, and say, hey, I told I you, I told you, John wasn't going to get in trouble for uh, um, with Stannis for uh, shooting the um, Mance Raider and uh, putting him out of his misery. Do you think if John doesn't become Lord Commander, he would have got in trouble though? Not by Stannis. I think he would have. I think um, Sir Alistair probably would have killed him if he'd be, if he'd won. I think if it was up to Sir Alistair, he either would have killed him or he would have. Gave him some kind of assignment that made sure he ended up. It ended up with death or something like that. But I don't. Stannis likes him. He he's not pissed at him for that. I knew he. I knew he didn't care about that. Well, I think Stannis understands that Robert Baratheon and Ned Snow had a special connection, and I think he, you mean Ned Stark? he thinks that he thinks that if he keeps a Stark on his side, he'll have. You know, even Robert complained that he couldn't control the North, even with Ned's help. Right. So I think Stannis re- remembers that and was like, hey, I can't piss off Jon Snow. He's the last male. St- I'm sure in his mind, he's the last male Stark. I at least need him, his support on paper, if nothing else. So maybe you were right. It's pretty easy. Yeah. But the cool thing was Davos is an interesting character. I think he can sell ice to a wildling. I think he's really, <laughs> like, really, I think he's really smooth. He's like, can you say the oath again? Right. Like, so I thought that was pretty cool, man. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And of course, I loved. You know, I heard his best. He Stannis told him, "You should. You got a lot of enemies. Kill some of these people." And I, he said, like, I, "I heard that to keep your enemies closer." Whoever said that didn't have a lot of enemies. <laughs> yeah. Which is that's like, my man, quote of the week. That's your quote of the week. Yes, that is the funniest thing Stannis has said in five seasons. Yes. <laughs> I mean, and, really. And John didn't uh, take him up. He didn't listen to him either. And you know what? Uh, I understand what John's doing, being a bigger person, all that, but fuck that. I'd be damned if you're going to torment me all this time. Even try to, He even tried to have him killed when he sent him out to, uh, when he sent him out to take care of the, um, the, uh, the um, what do you call those traitors or whatever they would call them? The, uh, the, 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 the what? 
the wildlings? Not the wildlings, but those the, that little band of nice watchmen who who turned traitor or whatever. Who were uh, oh the deserters? The, the deserters took over. Yeah, he sent him. He sent him on that. He sent him. He sent him on that mission because he was hoping he got killed. So I'd be damned if you're gonna send me out on suicide missions and treat me like shit. I save your fucking uh, castle, and I'm the hero and all that. And you still gonna go right back to treat me like shit, or whatever? And then I come in charge, and then I'm just gonna like give you the highest post. Fuck that. He would be hey. the train captain. Nah, he thought he was gonna be, but I mean, he, he should have been. Hazing. He should have been. Big brothers hazing. No, that well, the hazing. No, that ain't no hazing. You crazy? He hates Jon Snow. He hates Jon Snow, and he would kill him if he could. <laughs> well, he didn't, and Jon Snow returned the only favor. because he couldn't. He tried to. He sent Meanwhile, him on that mission because he wanted him. He wanted. He didn't want him to come back alive. <laughs> well, Jon Snow proved himself. He came back alive. He he captured. He he he, he avenged. The Lord Commander. So, I mean, I think slowly but surely he started gaining his respect. Like, hey, no. this kid isn't a punk like I thought. No. No. You don't think so? No, because even when his boy was bucking up against him, you see how he was grinning from ear to ear? He was loving it. Yeah, because I think he's still hazing Jon Snow. I he is not hazing, moment. dude. That is not hazing. Until the moment Jon Snow <laughs> he's been the sword. He, he has, like, okay, he has singled him out since the day he got there. And even when he calls him Lord Snow, he's done. He's doing that to mock him. He's not showing him respect. He's mocking him by calling him Lord Snow. A lot of that is because he is a Stark and everybody knows he's a Stark and the Starks are supposed to be, you know, prestigious. And he's like, you're not prestigious here. You're one of us. I'm telling you, it's like some cruel hazing. It's no, it's beyond. That's when hazing gone wrong. This motherfucker is like being sadistic. He's not hazing that have you ever been hazed those motherfuckers are sadistic well i whatever but i what the difference is he really wants Jon snow dead he really hates Jon snow and the people who haze you don't are your brothers generally and are not trying to uh trying to kill you they're not trying to kill you and they don't want you to die even if you do die in hazing it's generally an accident not uh part of a plot (laughs) this conversation tells me you've never been online Hell no, I wouldn't. Please. Hell no. Never. Never. I would never. I would never pledge shit. That, <laughs> I can tell. That is not You've me. never been online. I am not the one. Fuck all that. I am not the one. I will beat a nigga's ass. I wish. I wish. Uh-uh. I am not the one. Meanwhile, my girl <laughs> Arya, while we're speaking of hazing, she's pledging faceless sci-fi. Yeah. <laughs> And she says, you know, one of her big sisters is, is pledging her, is hazing her. Right. And says, who are you? And Arya hits her back with, you're about to find out as she reaches for Needle. Right. Ooh, but luckily, Jacqueline comes in, or Jake and Hagar, and he, he slows it down. And you know like, what? Who are you? They, they're kind of pissing me off a little bit because there's been like three different instances when Arya was about to get into some shit. And they stop it. And so we can't, we don't know what Arya can do. We don't know how good she is or how bad she, we don't know if she's average, below average, above average. We know that she, she got all that training from the first sword and, 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 uh, from, from Bravos. We know that she still needed some work after that because we, we saw her get into a few scrapes after that. She received a lot of training from the, uh, from the hound and a lot of tips from him. 
But since and she's done a lot of practicing. But since then, we haven't seen her get into anything. She almost got into it with those punks on the street, those three punks. But then Jaquin showed up and stopped that. She almost got into it with this chick, and then Jacqueline showed up and stopped that. And it's like, I'm ready for Arya to get into a scrap with somebody and whoop some ass. So you want to see her. You want to you basically see what she can do. Yes. I want to see, see how good she is and where she's at right now. <laughs> you want to you test. You want a little pop quiz. Yes. Let's get a, a, an assassin pop quiz out of Arya real quick. Let's see what level you're at. Yeah, and then why did those 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 three punks run from the faceless man? If if he's so faceless, how come when they saw him, they ran? Because there's no Negroes walking the street. <laughs> he thought he was in Baltimore. They thought yeah, they was in oh, Baltimore. Shit. What end of the fucking curfew? What is this Negro doing out? <laughs> it's like, oh, we done fucked up, made a left turn, ended up in West Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably you know, it's probably really what's going on. <laughs> and of course we get to a scene where Arya is still identifying with herself and the faceless men are like look we don't have identity right. we're faceless we're invisible we're, we don't exist and I'm like so well you never told me that so how am I supposed to know well now you know so why do you have Arya's clothes on why I do you know. have Arya's money why do you have Arya's coin why do you have Arya's sword you gotta become nobody you gotta let go bitch why are you talking in a third person <laughs> she's got to let go of all of her attachments she's got to you know to be reborn as a faceless man i wouldn't have thrown and away needle either yeah and i think that's gonna come back to affect her i think he well he he's like magic and knows everything so i'm sure he will find out about that or already knows about it or however i'm not sure how his magic works but she's he appears to know ready but he appears she's to know everything completely ready to let go in order for her to become a faceless man she has to let go she let go of 80 percent of everything 90 Keeping needle i kind of understand because needle was given to her by john and she hasn't seen john and her father or any of her kinda, family yeah i think it's a connection to her starkhood yeah it is definitely and, and know, i don't blame not, her and i don't think that he should penalize her for that but he probably will because he seems to be a little bit of an asshole no nah, she's got to get penalized for that she has to she has to let go <laughs> has to let go of attachments. You are hard. You you that you know what you would have been that nigga. You would have let go. You, it, it, you know what? See, in slavery, you would have had to get your ass kicked because you would have been an overseer. <laughs> hey, maybe. Yeah, you would have been. I probably would have been. I'd have probably been the guy that got hung for trying to run away. <laughs> no, I think you would have been. been no, nah, you would have been an overseer. One more time. You would have been an overseer because you you identify and side with the sadistic evil people. That's who. He- <laughs> no, but if I'm in a if I'm in chains, I'm not gonna identify with the oppressors. <laughs> yeah, well, I- make it seem like I'm gonna be nice to like that. Well, Jack- I'm gonna be a field negro. I identify with Jack- light skin. Yeah, yeah. Jack Quinn's not evil. He's not evil. He's just being strict and, you know, trying to teach her discipline and yeah, how to surrender herself and all that stuff. But he does. The, the, everybody there is kind of being like a dick to her, and I feel bad for her. But I understand that's that. Thing, man. Yeah, that's yeah. Now, see, but see, in this, I get this, this level of hazing, this type of hazing. I get that. I feel bad for her, but I get it. I understand what's going on, and they're trying to break her and all that, and, it's, you know. There's a, a method to the madness and all that. I get it, but I still feel bad for her because, you know, she's lonely and she's, you know, she's 
she's been on her own and she's been through so much to get there and now she's got to get kind of dogged as her you know after finally getting there and it's like what the fuck this is what i risked my life to travel across the fucking narrow sea to come here and get treated like shit i could have stayed in westeros and got treated like shit you know it's like the military <laughs> like the military they break you down to build you up right right so poor aria i'll be glad when she gets past this this phase and starts learning some some good shit some fun shit and she's out of the miyagi dojo of uh, assassin it was dope being inside the little dojo of assassins because did you notice all of the gods? They had the the uh, the drowned god of the Iron Islands of the Greyjoys. No, they I had didn't notice that. The, um, they had the Werewood face, the Werewood tree face of the gods of the North. Well, they, they have had, the seven, right? All seven, right? They had the seven in there. They yeah. also had the Lord of Light, the Heart. Yeah, they talked they about every- the seven a lot this episode. Speaking of which, the the, the freaky little uh, the freaky little uh, sex game that the uh, Pope was playing in the brothel, he he was playing some kind of uh, religious some kind of religious freaky dicky he was had going on in there. But you didn't notice all the different gods in, in inside that house, the house of black and white. Yeah, when, yeah. I mean, she even she named she even said, "I see this god, I see that god." You know, like all what, of them were in there. Right. I thought that was I thought that was I thought it was actually that was really a great set like oh wow you got all the gods that we've heard about in westeros in this building it's kind of like a shrine to every god but then there's only one god the god of death and i thought it was pretty interesting that the faceless man offer a kevorkian package that includes a post-mortem sponge bath right like when my man dies they get a nice sponge bath i mean i wonder how is that extra do you have to pay extra for that or is that uh, standard yeah i'm i'm I- yeah, it's like I wish that whole thing was kind of explained because Arya's just kind of in the dark and asking questions and the little blind bitch is like, fuck you, I'm not talking to you because you're new and I want to treat you like shit and I get to treat you like shit right now because you're new, so fuck you, I'm not going to say anything. You know what my theory is, and it's just a theory because it's not, this is no book, I think the faceless men are all dead. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's how... They, I think when you die, because remember that he gave that guy the water and he looked like, oh, my God, it's such an honor. You're giving me the water of death. And then he drank the water and then he started praying and kneeling before one of those things. And then he died. Hmm. And I think maybe that's how they take have their powers and stuff. Yeah, that's just a theory, though. Yeah, that's interesting. That would explain a lot. That that works. Yeah, I can I can get with that. Now, like Sansa that. gets to come home and become the least celebrated homecoming queen in Winterfell. But the North remembers, and I thought that was really nice. Like, yeah, the little maid was like, welcome home, Lady Stark. We remember. So I had to make her feel good because it's like, hey, even though I'm in a bad situation, these are my people. These these are the people that, that you know, will, will die for me. Right. The North remembers. And, and they know she's a Stark. Mm-hmm. Because they all remember when she grew up. All of them remember her. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now when she takes that black dye of her hair, they'll really remember her, too, because everybody remembers Catelyn with the bright red hair and yeah. Sansa with the bright red hair, so it'll, it'll be good. Now, doesn't doesn't your boy Ramsey seem smitten with her? He looked at her like, oh, yeah, that's that's good. Of but course. his uh, team of tortured side chicks, you know, the ones he hunts people with and cuts off people's, you know, penises with, they didn't seem happy. They were looking like, oh, fuck this bitch. Yeah. You saw them, like his little four side chicks. Remember? Yeah, remember them? Yeah, they yeah they helped him break uh, down Theon Greyjoy. I think they're going to give Sansa some problems. 
Well, I don't know how much problem they can give because she's about to be damn near a queen, you know, because out there in the in the in the north, whoever rules the north, they're they're practically like kings and queens. So they'll try, but I don't think Bruce Bolton's gonna let it. Happen. I don't think Ramsey's gonna let it happen either. Yeah, you're probably right. And and look at your boy Reek. He didn't want Sansa to see his face. No, you know they grew up together. Yeah, I know, I know. She would have been like. Theon? He doesn't want to be Theon. He doesn't want anybody to call him Theon. Yeah. Because he's basically, you know, he's, Dude, I, he's submitted. I, I suspect, I, it could be wishful thinking, but I deeply, deeply suspect that not all of Theon Greyjoy is gone. I think there might still be a little bit of piece of him that's just in there, that's still waiting for the right moment. And that right moment comes, I think he could raise up and, and, and slit a motherfucker's throat or something. I, I think so. I, I I know he looks broken and and weak and everything, but just something about the way he kind of like pays attention to what while he's doing his chores and he just he's kind of tentatively, you know, in the background listening and ear you think, hustling. You think he's Biden? You think he's Biden this time? I do. Right I, I kind of think he is. I think he's just. I, I don't think it's all an act. I do think he's broken as fuck, but I still think there's some of some of him that's not dead. I don't think he's all the way reek, all the way like, you know, just Theon dead. I think there's some Theon left in him. I think there's a little bit because remember Theon, he was kind of dope. He was he used to teach, he used to school Rob. Theon used well, to school yeah, Rob. He's a great archer. Right. He's a great archer. So you know, and he's He's kind of a punk, though, and I think he's on his way to becoming Varys, part two. Well, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, that kind of... I think that's why he's listening and sneaking. I think I think he's figuring out, like, how... I think he's going to be, like, the new... Lord of Whisperer kind of guy. You might be right, but I don't know. I'm just, I, I Like I said, it might be wishful thinking on my part, because I hope him... I'd be wishing him and Sans to just get up in the middle of the night and just slit everybody's throat. <laughs> I thought it was kind of creepy that he didn't say one word the whole episode. But you saw him enough, but he didn't he didn't say one word the entire episode. But yet you can Reek. tell he was listening. You can tell he was taking in everything that was going on. Like he was paying attention, he was ear hustling his ass off. Exactly. And then of course your boy Jon Snow. So what does he do? He's having his little meeting, and he promotes Sir Alistair, and then he executes Slint. Bad move. Bad move. He should have listened to his king. He should have listened to his king, and 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 either he should either kill Sir Alistair or send his ass off somewhere. Well, doing that, he earned, you know, the black man head nod from Stannis. I noticed that Stannis came out there and gave him a head nod. Like, <laughs> hey, you know, what's up, man? And I, here's where I disagree with you. Sir Alistair is a respected fighter. And what, I don't though, give a fuck. Finish, even though he's had problems with him, he is one of the best rangers there. He's one of the best brothers. So that would be wasting a great resource. They're already down in men. We don't need to waste a, a great resource now that we've come to terms. I'm going to send you to be the first ranger. You have the most experience. Let me show you respect. And also, Sir Alistair still has a contingent of night watchmen that support him. So fucking him would kind of be fucking himself. And I think that's what he got from Stannis. He was like, look, you got a lot of enemies. You need to create some allies. 
and you need to show, you know, you're not fucking around either. Like you need to show some, some be stern, but you also need to turn some of this around. I think he made a smart move promoting Sir Alistair. I think it was a smart move. Because it was, now, and I understand it, but I wouldn't have done it. You just want to hold grudges and shit from the past. That's man, please. That is more than a grudge. This is not like I said, dude. You no, you want to equate what's going on between the two of them, like what's going on with Arya and Jaquin. It is not the same thing. It is not. They're in a more harsh environment. It is not the same thing. It is maybe not even close. I'm from where it's where, maybe where I'm from where it's seven months of winter and snow. You tend to be an asshole when you're in that type of environment. You let that shit go. No. Somebody trying to kill me. Somebody trying to kill me. I never let it go. Never let that go. Fuck that. There is. I'm going to go Yoda. There is no try. There is only do. (laughs) No, try not. Try not. (laughs) Dino. Only do. Yeah, do. I do kill you. (laughs) And Yoda, the cool thing about that, Anna. And I liked, you know, I I thought Jon Snow, everybody kind of thought he was going to waffle because in the past, Jon has been unable to kill people. Remember? Yeah. Two or three other times, he just couldn't do it. But I was I was surprised because I thought he was he's going to bitch up again. No, but but no, it was I don't know about two or three other times, but I I know he twice. It was twice. He couldn't. I mean, the only time he did it was when the one ranger said, do it. You got to kill me so that you can get in with Mance Raider. But every other time he's supposed to kill somebody. No, 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 no. Like, no it I depends. Can't. I mean, he just doesn't kill indiscriminately. He's he's killed plenty of people in battles and and stuff like that. I mean, he's been in battles and he's killed people several times. But yeah, he didn't kill Egret because he didn't really to kill her. Right. And that he and he was there was one other person he was supposed to kill and he just couldn't do it. I'm and it's going to so. come to me in a minute. There's two times he was supposed to, you know, bring down the Stark Justice and he couldn't do it. Well, that's because he, no, I don't think it was Stark Justice. That was the problem. This was Stark Justice. That's why he didn't Stark have, just, but that's, that's why he Starks, did it. The problem with Starks and the big problem with Starks is they don't see any gray. Everything is black or white with the Starks, which is why they're kind of in the turmoil they're in. And he finally went black or white. You didn't listen, you get your head cut off. Well, see, that's usually John I want to say more compassionate. Well, yeah, he's usually, he usually is a little bit more gray, which is why he didn't kill Egret. But he finally went full Stark, and all I heard was, punks jump up to get decapitated. And the <laughs> Night Watch Nubians, you know, I, dun, 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 I was happy, man. I liked that. And did you notice Stannis? He was like, yes, yes. Let the hate flow. Yeah, that was that was my kill of the week, by the way. Was it? Yeah, it was the only one. So, yeah. <laughs> I disagree. My kill of the week, I'll give it to you later. But. Stannis was very happy. Stannis kind of walked out there like he was at the Lakers game, like he, like it was the fourth quarter. You see, I like the way Stannis kind of came out there when he said, "Bring me my sword." Stannis kind of was like, "Man, they're getting ready to shoot the three. It's the fourth quarter." <laughs> Stannis liked that, man. I, I, that was the best episode Stannis has ever been. He was kind of funny, and he gave the the brother man head nod, like, "Yeah, good job, my Padawan. Good job." <laughs> now, all of a sudden, from that scene, we end up seeing a game of bare-ass musical chairs, and then the Scientologists of King's Landing beat the High Septon for playing. <laughs> I didn't know they had Scientologists in King's Landing, but they came out of nowhere and started beating my man, beating him naked, reminding me of a scene from New Jack City when Nino Brown brought that brother out there and walked him naked 
when that, he was about to take over the that car. That was some crazy medieval uh, role-playing game that the, the Pope had going on. He was like, I'll take the stranger and the maiden. He had like the, 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 all the hoes dressed up like the seven gods. Yeah, that, and That's he, crazy. He, he had the nerve to say, <laughs> everybody is, you know, the, the mother forgives everybody. <laughs> that was fun. He said I was in there ministering to them hoes. <laughs> yeah, because my boy Kyburn said, so you were helping devout prostitutes? I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> like, there's devout prostitutes? <laughs> and your other boy, what's what's the other maester? He was like, a man's private life should be his private life. Right. That's because he goes to see the hoes all the time, too. <laughs> what's his name, man? The one that acts like he's stupid, but he's not. Uh, I don't I can't remember. Like, I've always been with Lannister, him. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He's on the small council. I don't, I don't know his name. And so now Cersei's like, you know, he comes there complaining to the small council, and Cersei puts the High Septon in prison, which was a curious move. I wasn't ready for that. And now <laughs> she's got to find the High Septon. And I'm thinking, all right, we're about to get the High Sparrow. High now Sparrow. we're about to get high. We're going to get high like a sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> And did you notice how Cersei walked through the crowd? She was like, no, I'm not raising minimum wage to $15 an hour. Move the hell out of my way. <laughs> That's how she walked through. Like, she walked there through some attitude. Of course. And then that soup kitchen, they didn't look like they had a, they didn't have any good soup in there. I don't know if that was rat cooked gumbo or whatever, but mm. the followers of the seven aren't eating well. No, they're not. You know, everybody's kind of dirty. Everybody was pretty much homeless. But it wasn't even that they were homeless. Everybody looked really downtrodden and like. Yeah, that's what homeless means. Where the fuck you from? That homeless don't mean downtrodden. The homeless <laughs> around here, they perform and shit, sing songs, be riding bikes. No, I'm talking Skid Row homeless. That's how they look. Yeah, see, Skid Row is a little different. See, the yeah. homeless I see, they got a cart full of fucking cans and shit. I mean, they got them too, but they definitely got the ones that look just like them motherfuckers that we saw in uh, downtown Westeros. That was that's Skid where they were, Skid Row Restaurants. Okay, maybe that's what it was, Skid Row. <laughs> See, I've never been to Skid Row. I've heard of it, and I've seen it on TV. It looked just like that. that. Just like that. That's You've seen it now. You Everybody saw it. That was fresh, just like sad, that. Head down. Just I'm like that. that. <laughs> I'm used to homeless people. I offer them a quarter. Motherfucker, get a whole show. <laughs> a quarter? Oh, yes. 50 Cent, you get a whole. I can get a whole Michael Jackson performance. I can get all of Remember the Time for 50 Cent from a homeless person. Oh, man. They act like you. Man. you. Mm -mm. Well, the they, cost of living is higher in California. Yeah, they want you dollars. Know. <laughs> nah, nah. I ain't got to break no dollar. <laughs> right. They don't want you to break it. They just want you to give it the whole dollar. Two quarters. <laughs> Five dimes. I ain't giving no dollar. <laughs> I was surprised that she was so cordial and, and kind with him. Well, Cersei, I think Cersei realizes she's kind of losing power of the crown. And she even said that to the Sparrow. So she's like, the two things that have to remain in power are the crown and the faith. And I think she, since she's lost the crown, she's going to try to move in on the faith. Get some leverage with the faith and hmm. maybe try to use that against Marjorie. That'd be interesting to see. Yeah, she's not done with Marjorie. No, not by any means. She no, not by any means. <laughs> and of course, you know they they're using the Westeros fact system. A Raven, Kyburn's talking to Littlefinger, you know, and 
he's working on Franken Mountain, so the mountain's not dead. He's turning him into Frankenstein because he's alive. He's jumping and shit. Right. You notice that? You see that under that sheet? Yeah, I assume that that was the mountain too. Like I could spend a whole episode in Kyburn's lab just seeing what he's doing in there. <laughs> yeah. They need. He's interesting. Like he's putting shit together and blah 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 blah. And I couldn't understand, and maybe you can help me. I didn't understand what Cersei was trying to tell Littlefinger. What was? She, what did she say? Yeah, I don't know. And then, and then that thing about wait, she she uh, has the 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 note, gives it to the little uh, Franken uh, Frankenmeister. To His send. name's Kyburn. Yeah, Kyburn. yeah, Frankenmeister. And then she says, and make sure Littlefinger uh, understands meeting. How the fuck is he supposed to do that? Is he supposed to tell the Raven? Now make sure, like, <laughs> like it's it's a it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's written scene. and you sending it by Raven. So like, I didn't get that whole scene. How are you supposed to be? Oh, we got a scene coming up that I didn't get. So maybe you can help me with. I, I got. I mean, I pretty much got it except for that after part. I thought was kind of superfluous. Like, like, there's no GPS on a Raven. What the hell? How do you mean? How do you make sure what? Yeah, make sure Littlefinger understands meeting and like. I'm not you like you understand I'm not going with the Raven. <laughs> like, so, how am I supposed to make sure he understands that? Like you already wrote it and the Raven's taking it. Like I I you know, that part was like, okay, somebody messed up with that part. Meanwhile, but, when it gets to Winterfell, Bruce Bolton has all the phones tapped in Winterfell. Yeah. I mean Lord Baelish learns hey, CIA tapped around here. But he's talking to Ramsey and he's like, you know, I don't know much about you. Like and Ramsey is like Oh, I'm just, I'm. I like. I'm a I really new booty. Like yeah, he acts like, oh, I really like Sansa, and I'm. I figure that Ramsey's gonna try to go Sansa. Hey, uh, he's gonna try to court her and be like, hey, Sansa, you want to go kill some puppies together for fun? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, you don't want to. Well, at least you're pretty. I still think you're pretty. Maybe we can kill cats tomorrow. I heard you and Joffrey used to do that. <laughs> what? You want to go hunting for people tomorrow? Like he doesn't really have. Any other moves except the hey, I can show you how I torture people, right? But I'm sure he's gonna try it. Yeah, if Sansa's smart, she's gonna be like, you know what? I can turn this dude into my hound, I can use him to like <laughs> maim and tear people apart. <laughs> you know, as long as she's like, well, I'm gonna give you some tomorrow if you, you know, if you kill everybody in 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 all the Lannisters. She's like, oh, oh, really? Okay, we're gonna go to Castle Rock and kill everyone. <laughs> right. I think she can definitely manipulate him. Definitely, man. I, I don't know. I have to wait and see. I like Ramsey because if you give Ramsey some meat, Ramsey doesn't want to talk to you. He's just going to tear it up. <laughs> and I have to get out of this wheelhouse. I have to get out of this wheelhouse. I have to get out of this wheelhouse. Yeah, Tyrion sounded like a broken record for a minute. Sound like my daughter when we were on a road trip one time and we were like, in Nevada, and she goes, I just want to get out of the car, and I fixed all that by pulling over at a gas station and beating that ass real quick. She didn't, she didn't want to get out the car. No I want to sit in the back seat, Daddy. I want to sit in the back. Seat. I was expecting Tyrion to just break out and be like, "Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet?" That's basically what it was. Are we there yet? Yeah. And then I guess Tyrion thinks disguising himself as an Ewok in a hoodie <laughs> in the streets was gonna work. Like I'm looking for Han Solo. What the fuck? <laughs> and how many how many dwarfs with a cut off nose in the world are there? He doesn't realize he's famous. 
He doesn't realize he's famous. He, he does, but you got to remember. Brother. I mean, there was he's no the Queen's brother. Yes, but there was no Instagram back then. There was no Twitter and no Facebook. So the Ravens I, you gotta, are everywhere. You got to, but what do they send? They, they there's no. You got to figure. Most people have never seen him ever, and there's no way for them to see him. But he's a dwarf with a big scar across his face. That's pretty easy to see. Yeah, but I'm sure he can't be the only dwarf with a scar across his face. Well, see, there's a big difference between the books and the show. In the books, his nose is cut off. Yeah. So now, that's, that's a little pretty, bit more distinct, distinctive. Yeah, they didn't want to do that to Tyrion on the TV show because they consider him the Brad Pitt of dwarves. Well, they didn't not, want to mess. He's sexy to all the little people. Yeah. Well, not only that, I think that's, yeah, probably a... Makeup, it's probably... Right, it's a, it's a big that. pain in the ass to do that every single show, you know, and get it exactly the same and all that stuff, but... Yo, let me shout out to Westeros this week. We got an Asian Red Prince a priestess. Yeah, uh, man. Asians? What is this, UCLA? We got an Asian in Essos? She was hot. What's going on? Hot. Why are them Red Witches and priestesses be hot? Yeah, they're all kind of cute. They can all now, get it. We got it. an Asian. We got a white girl. I'm, I'm waiting for a sister. Can we get a sister? I know. Has for there real. even been any sisters on the show? Isn't is uh, Khaleesi's homegirl, Masandi, isn't, she, isn't oh, okay. she a sister? Okay. Okay, we got one. Yeah. But I'm talking about like a Baltimore sister. I'm talking about like a D.C. sister. I'm talking about, you know. Talking about like uh, Snoop from The Wire? <laughs> no, nah, I don't want that one. I don't want that one. I don't, I don't want that one. I want a Brazilian hair weave sister. I want a, I want a sister sister. I take that other chick from the from the wire though from uh, Baltimore. Uh, what's her name? Sonia Sonia Son Sonia Son. The cop. Yeah. Kima. Yeah, Kima. Mm-hmm. This yep. fool still dreaming about Kima six yeah. years later. Kima's hot, man. You ever seen Kima when she wasn't like, like outside of her? You know they they play her down for that cop role, but you know she black and ease and she hot. Nah, I don't want no black and ease. She hot. I want a straight sister. <laughs> I want a straight Chicago Atlanta sister. <laughs> I want real housewives of Atlanta sister on <laughs> Westeros. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. You want? Hey, how you doing? Yeah, that's what you want. How you doing? Can we go to like Howard University? I don't want to go there. I don't want. I don't want to go to the Section Eight. Uh, I can I get Howard University? Can I get Clark? Can I get Hillman? Shit, can I get Hillman? Goddamn, can I get something? <laughs> he wants them chicks that's on the on the Westeros Wick program. <laughs> yeah, I know. The EBT cards. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't want that. They got the EBT card from the Bank of Bravos. <laughs> the Dragon Feed program. I don't want that. <laughs> and did you see that assless Daenerys Targaryen cosplay uniform? Yes, I did That's see that. Be real popular this Halloween or at the Comic Con <laughs> down in San Diego. Yeah, going to be super popular. Yeah, and I wonder. How much of Jorah's DNA did she collect? Because I know Jorah's been paying her all his money. Uh, <laughs> he been so long. He probably he probably beating the brakes off of that. Yeah, man. True that. I think the reason she don't have no ass is because Jorah been hitting it so much. Now she see, just, nah, I can't. this is the see, this is the scene that I don't get. What happened to Tyrion when he he? Uh, by the way, Tyrion, you, you need you need some new game, bro. 
You need some new game. You need to step your game up and get some spit some new lines because your bars are weak. You can't be still spitting those bars about being the richest. Because first of all, nigga, you ain't rich no more. And even if you weren't on the lamb, your family ain't rich no more. Which he, I don't even know if he knows. So he doesn't know. Yeah, your family is bankrupt and all that shit about. I'm well known for paying my debt. That 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 shit is tired. You need new game. The other now the other stuff he was spitting about. If I could pick all the of all the women in here, I would pick you, because you have a sarcastic mind or whatever he said. Now that see that was some good shit, but he could have kept all that old tired. I'm uh, I used to be rich and Lannister pays us debts. That that shit is tired. I mean, you got to use what you got. Yeah, but you see, they didn't get him nowhere. The new shit is what got him somewhere. The new lines is what got it. She was like, okay, let's go. He ain't had no money. He didn't even need no money. She was like, come on, let's go. Because you got game. I'm going to give you some. And you now like, you're wondering what, why he couldn't leave with her? Yeah, why couldn't he leave with her? What happened? I think he had a, 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 a moment of guilt. Remember, he killed his last prostitute. Right. Who was messing around with his dad. So I think, And I think he really had some actual feelings for her. And I think all of a sudden it all hit him like, man, I just killed my last lover that I met in a similar situation like that. And I, I can't do this. I can't go down this path again. I need to find like a real relationship. I can't keep buying bitches and then choking them out because they. OK, you know, I, become, because they're whores, you know, I, I, I think bu- he just had a moment of clarity like, hey, I got to stop this. This is a bad pattern for me. I buy that. But I think this is one of the few instances where the writers failed. I don't think they did a, a good job of conveying that. I don't think. And I feel like it's more clear to you because of, you know, you uh, reading the book. That's not part. That part's not in the book. Uh, I think some none, none of. None of that. None of that's in the book. It's pretty easy. If you fell in love with a prostitute, she she rats on you in court, and then you kill her. The next prostitute you're gonna see is gonna remind you of that shit. I don't know. I mean, to the point. I don't know. It'd be different if he like has showed some remorse at or or had some other had brought it up. I mean, it's been months. Nigga ain't never mentioned it. Yeah, then all of a sudden grieved. he's never grieved. Okay, like, like I said, died, well, like I said, died, I was when my father died. I didn't talk about it. I didn't think about it. And then one day the shit just hit me out of the blue. Like it's, I think I was, I heard a song that my father liked. I think that's what happened. The bang, the moment, like bang. You know, I killed my prostitute girlfriend, and now I'm in here with a prostitute. Bang! It hits. It okay, hits. I'm not disputing it. I just don't think the writers did a good job. I I'd be willing to. Bet that I am not the only one who not did not get that. Like, what the hell is going on here? That was not clear to me. And well, I watched I the scene more than once. And I'm like, why is... The writers of, of the Game of Thrones assume that most of us are on the same intellectual level. <laughs> Intellect don't have shit to do with it. <laughs> I thought that was pretty clear. No, I it wasn't was clear. Good. It wasn't clear at all. He killed his last prostitute. No. Now a new one. He doesn't want to go. If he, if he had at least one time mentioned that or showed some kind of remorse or something be prior to that instance, then I could have seen that. But I don't know why I'm supposed to just all of a sudden feel like. And it's not like, I mean, he's been planning on seeing a prostitute first chance he got. Anyway, we all know this. He gets there. Then all of a sudden. He can't go. Just I can't. I just I, I don't know. That that was that was weak. That well, was look weak. at it like this. 
Who were the last three people he saw before he put on his Ewok costume? Okay. Like I said, I, I'm not last, just... Hold on. The last three people he saw was the bitch he killed, his father he killed, and, and uh, Varys. He didn't see nobody else. Right. And he's been in a box, so he really hasn't been confronted with it. That was the first time he's confronted he with it. He don't need... He's been by himself in a fucking box. Yeah, but there's you no know? trigger in a box. <laughs> there's no trigger in a box. There's no trigger looking at Varys. The trigger is the woman. I mean, and even if I think even if they had like gotten to the room and she said something similar to something Shay has said or stood it and looked at him in a way like she, something like that. He kind of looked like Shay. Then I think that was the trigger. She looked. She had the dark she looked, hair. She had, well, that's his type. I mean, she looked better than Shay, but that I mean that that wasn't the. Tr- I mean, he looked enough like Shay for it to. be. Okay. Shay. All right. Well, we just disagree on that. I, I think you. I think they did a bad job on that. So now I think his lines were a little weak. I mean, he said, "Who needs wealth when you can make a woman laugh?" And I said, "Shit, Sally May needs it." Yeah. Well, I mean, Sally May was like, "God damn it, I need the wealth. Fuck, fuck the laughter." Garnish your wages. I thought, like, you know, bang. So his lines were a little weak. But well, I, I, didn't have, I didn't have a problem with that. I just did. I had a problem with the, the other part. I, I just can't. I can't. I'm like, nigga, what? Your dick won't get hard? What? What do you mean you can't? What does that mean? He even. And then he's he like, let even, me go pee first. And I'm like, was it erectile dysfunction or something? I mean, like, what's peeing got to do? You know what I mean? Like, whatever. That was a fucking a, he, bad. That was a bad scene. That was bad. His conscience hit him, man. It was just bad. That was not conveyed well at all. It was bad. And like I said, we disagree because he even said, I'm more surprised than you by this because I always fuck with whores. Like, this isn't even me. But it's like all of a sudden his conscience was like, look, he couldn't do it. Yeah, he didn't. But he didn't say anything to to give me that indication. So... (laughs) (coughs) Now, did you notice... Did you notice Jorah in the brothel before Jorah showed up at the end? Of course. Yeah, I noticed him too. A lot of people were watching it didn't see him. Yeah. But my question is, which queen, Jorah, are you going to take him? Me and my wife had that same discussion at the end of the show. My wife thinks he's talking about Cersei. I think he's talking about Khaleesi. it's, It's not clear to me. I know he was originally a slaver. So, you know, I he that's why he got kicked out of Westeros. But I think it's intentionally ambiguous. I think it was yeah. left as a as a cliffhanger for next next episode because it could be Khaleesi because he would do anything you know to try to get back in the good graces with his beloved. That's what I think it, it is. Be, but it could be Cersei because he was exiled from Westeros because he was doing slavery and they basically kicked him out. So maybe he's feel like I can get my citizenship back in my homeland. So it was kind of good. But why does he carry around a Jeffrey Dahmer sodomy kit and gag to brothels? I mean, that was a little scary. Is that that's what he's walking around in a brothel? Like, has he been tying bitches up and gagging them? You know, maybe. Like but he had it at a bar. He doesn't need, but he doesn't need uh, Tyrion to get his uh, his passage back. It was already granted. That's that's how Khaleesi found out that he was dirty by Robert. Yeah, it was Robert, already Robert. Robert, but Robert died. So is anything? Is Stannis going to uphold anything? Robert is is Cersei and Tommen going to uphold anything? Robert said. I don't think he's too clear on whether or not he actually has safe passage back. And he's actually from Bear Island. You know, Mormont was his father, the Lord Commander. That was his yeah, name. I know. Yeah, so it's a little. I mean, I think you're right. It was intentionally ambiguous. 
so that we have to wonder, like, is he going to see Daenerys or is he going to see Cersei this week? I definitely think it was, it was it's uh, Khaleesi is that he is who he was talking about because they showed like when they they showed him that brief moment before <clears throat> when they just walked in, like you mm-hmm. could see his face, like you could just see like this whole thing ever since he's been this whole time since he got kicked uh, got kicked to the curb by Khaleesi, he's just been being eaten up. Yeah, he's like just, a fourteen year old whose girlfriend broke up with him right. at lunch. And he's just been miserable. So he's consumed by by getting back with Khaleesi. So uh, there's there's will, no, will Khaleesi care about that? I don't think Khaleesi will care about that enough to take him back, but I think he thinks it's a chance. I think he thinks so. A chance that to show his loyalty. Yeah, that'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see next week. Well, your kill of the week was pretty pretty obvious. It was Jon Snow, which was a very good kill. My kill of the week was more of a symbolic kill. It wasn't an actual physical Ooh. kill. But I think the kill of the week easily was when Marjorie said to Cersei, Oh, how are you doing, Queen? We would drink, give you some wine this time of the morning. Uh, it's too early for us. But we're not drunk bitches like you. Right? That was the kill. I mean, oh. that was the kill because there's nothing, and I've always admired women that are able to insult you and smile and say it saccharine sweet. And that was the kill of the week to me. Oh, I would offer you some wine. That was great. But that was it's too great. early for us. Yeah, that was, I was great. Like, man, Cersei, like, they, because she usually is walking around with a whole bottle of Dornish wine, and she never pours out any for the homies either. So no. I thought that was my kill of the week. I gave it to Marjorie. Marjorie got the kill of the week. Plus, <laughs> plus should I call you Queen Grandmother? Right. Because the way Tommen's fucking me, pretty soon you're going to, you know, be watching the kids. Yeah, that whole scene. That whole scene, yeah. she just was just killing her over and over and over again. So that was my kill of the week. Yeah. Easily. I'm good. giving Cersei. Good know, choice. Good choice. That was I'm good. Marjorie. I'm giving Marjorie the kills of the week. Even yeah. though Jon Snow did it dramatically. Right. Marjorie did it symbolically. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Now she just better be ready for when Cersei come back at her. Because she sure ain't done. Oh, no. I don't think it's done. No, it's not done. But Cersei's got to worry about Dorne and her daughter. She's got a lot of stuff on her plate right now. Yeah. Yeah, she does. All right. Well, that concludes another episode of the Pod of Thrones. Game of Thrones Season 5, Episode 3. I'm headed over to the Ramsey Ramsey Bolton Cafe to get myself a nice (laughs) meal tonight. (laughs) You're going to get filet of tartare? Yes. (laughs) A couple hams, maybe a couple sausage links. A dead raven or two. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, um, check us out on our uh, social media. You can find us on uh, Facebook under Latone Hart. Um, you can find us under Dino Red. And you can find us also under Red Rock Podcast Network. Um, on uh, Twitter, we're uh, Thrones Pod at Thrones Pod. Or um, uh, Latone Hart, Latone Hart, I'm Latone Hart everywhere, everywhere. Twitter, He's Latone Instagram, Hart everywhere. Latone Hart, pretty yeah. easy to find me. 
Don't yep. tell the IRS or Ramsey Snow. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, make sure you guys share the show. Turn somebody on to it. Um, go on Twitter. I mean, not Twitter. Go on Stitcher. Go on Stitcher and iTunes and give us a five-star review. And uh, and or ask us. Oh, also, any questions or anything you want, you can, you yeah. know, send, us, send them to our social media. Um, you can message us or post them on our page and we'll ask, you know, we'll read them on the show. All right. So uh, with that, we will see you guys in Westeros next week. I have to get out of this wheelhouse. <laughs> Enough, Sylvanas. Finish him. Today's episode is brought to you by Family Time Travel, your one-stop destination to every place you want to be. Whether you want to go to the French Riviera on a luxurious vacation or a budget vacation to Vegas and everything in between, Family Time Travel is your one-stop destination for all your travel needs. You can go to our site at familytimetravel.paycation.com and you can help yourself in our search engine or you can leave your contact information And one of our certified travel agents will give you a call and give you all the personalized service that you require. Family Time Travel. Familytime.vacation.com. Tell them Dino sent you. We interrupt this podcast to tell you about Latone Hart and the 730 Show. Pop pop, pop culture from the dark side. He's a jackass. 730. Resisting arrest, eating dry ramen noodles, stalking my ex on Facebook. Yeah, I may need medicine. Blacker than chewed up tobacco. The 730 Show. Available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Spreaker.